When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. Now, in the previous episode, I said I'd get something called the Wand of Dragonfire. Now, while while off-screen, I've been getting something called Ten Jagged Iron Stars. This small, jagged piece of iron appears to be part of a much larger disc-shaped object. He discovered this curious item in the lair of Iridra in the copper woods of Thanevale. Now Iridra, who has a link, for the better part of two centuries, the great dust dragon Iridra remained an unpleasant fixture in a secluded lair in the copper woods of northern Thanevale. Iridra, who is said to possess potent magical abilities, listened to a fearsome fiery breath, Hold great sway over a vast army of the enemies of man, goblins, trolls, and ogres, and slaughter to use this formidable force to expand her grim domain. However, as the kingdom of Tosa grew in power, and the Rome of men pressed upon her borders, the, the great dragon suddenly and quite inexplicably withdrew into, a, into seclusion in a forest lair and her minions were seeded into the shadows. Nearly a century ago, Iwaja disappeared from her ancient abode, and it was believed she had departed the kingdom forever. But it turns out she hadn't, and she's back in her lair, and she's so tough that it takes that it's taking several adventurers to bring her down. She's one of those multiplayer combats... Where a whole where where she has more than ten thousand HP, and it takes multiple combats from multiple adventures to bring her down. But then she just comes back anyway because that's how tough she is. I guess eventually I'll show you one of these multiplayer combats. But they're really tough, and you fight about 50 rounds against them, and then you retreat, and then you heal, and then you do another 50. And then you do another 50 rounds against it, alongside other people, until they're defeated. But if you did these rounds, and you were lucky, you got a jagged iron sword. How I got them, and probably the most efficient way to get them, 
but not the most efficient way to kill the dragon, let, let someone else do that, is to use the skill of fortification. So you boost your envy in various ways by equipping things like Chiara's Staff, the Animal Bracelet, Wing of Mystic Ability, the Sorceress Band, maybe some others. And these boost your envy so, so hard that you can use this ability. Fortification ability called Impenetrable Barrier, which means no matter what the enemy do, you suffer no damage. So I just... Use that until the 50 rounds are, are used up. And then you get these jagged iron shards at the end of nearly every round. And then um, I don't do anything else with that dragon. Then <laughs> that dragon can just fight other people. Yeah, maybe it's not particularly heroic, but it, it works. So anyway, now I'm in the Blade Square in Trithic. And... I suddenly spot a man in a dark blue cloak milling about nearby. Though you can't be certain, he appears to be watching you. I will approach the suspicious character. As, as you approach the man, he retreats several steps and motions for you to step closer. After making certain no one else is lurking about nearby, you move over to him and ask what it is he wants. A wrinkled face peers out at you from beneath the folds of a broad hood. At last, you bring me what I seek, he says in a low, raspy voice. Give me the shards. Give the old man your iron shards, because I don't know what else I could do with them. And he's the one who sent me to fight Illidra in the first place. Yeah. Alright, I shall give him... The shards. The old hooded man accepts the iron shards and places them carefully in a large cloth sack. He closes the bag and mutters something while moving his left hand back and forth over it. Seconds later, he opens the sack and withdraws a broad iron disc. The etchings of two fearsome looking dragons adorn the uneven surface of the disc. A total of four glowing, glowing sapphires have been fitted into the iron sockets of the engraved dragons. Take this and seek the vault of the iron dragon, he says as he hands you the disc. I now have the iron dragon disc and I no longer have jagged iron shards because they're all in. They've all been made into the Iron Dragon Disc. Description of it. Two fearsome looking dragons have been etched into the surface of this large, flat iron disc. A total of four glowing sapphires have been fitted into the eye sockets of the engraved dragons. Before you can ask a single question, the old man details for you the location of the vault he's just mentioned. As if he's been there a hundred there himself a hundred times, he gives you precise directions to a spot on the edge of a vast swamp, just west of the copper wood in Fanevale. This is only the beginning, he says, as he turns and prepares to depart. Return to me when you possess all seven. 
With that, he ambles off and is soon out of sight. To reach the spot identified by the old man, visit Thanevale in southern Telsa and look for the Vault of the Iron Dragon. Okay, moving to the city gates. Travel, southern Telsa, Thanevale, Vault of the Iron Dragon. You stand on a raised patch of stony ground at the edge of a vast swamp, just west of the copper wood in Thanevale, set into the ground before you, nearly two feet below the level of the surrounding terrain, is a massive, moss-covered slab of stone. According to what you've been told, this stone slab is, is what covers the entrance to the legendary Vault of the Iron Dragon. The tome that is said to house the spirit of the long-dead dragon lord, Juin Knoll. A broad extension, a broad circular impression has been carved into to almost the exact centre of the slab. Right, who is Juin Knoll? Juin Knoll, for four centuries, into his defeat at the hands of a band of brave adventurers, the great just dragon Durin Null, known as the Iron Dragon, hold dominion over all of the region known as Thanevale. It is believed that Durin Null possessed the ability to assume a solid iron form at will, a tactic he used to thwart his most powerful enemies, with a vast army of goblins, ogres and trolls at his command. The fearsome dragons sought to conquer all the North Broadlands and widgets of the scourge of humanity. Before his plans of conquest came to fruition, however, he was slain in his lair by a band of bold adventurers. Before scattering into the shadowy corners of the world in the wake of their master's untimely demise, the dragon's most loyal supporters constructed a grand tome in, in the swamps west of the copper wood in Thanevale. There, in the dark passages of the secret vault, it is said that the powerful goblin mages preserved the spirit of their cruel dragon master in the hopes that the mighty creature would someday return to at last achieve his conquest of the realm of man. The heroes who defeated during Knoll never returned to the great dragon's lair, and their fate, fate, fates remain a mystery to this very day. It should be noted that during Knoll produced a single offspring during his long life, the dragoness Uldredra. Yeah, he's he he was probably even tougher than Uldredra. Fortunately, he's dead. Unfortunately, he might not stay dead, so I can use this Iron Dragon Disc. 64 XP to General. You place your Iron Dragon Disc into the impression at the centre of the moss-covered stone slab. It is a perfect fit. Almost at once, the slab shudders violently and begins to slide to the left, revealing a dark opening in the earth that it is long concealed. You attempt to retrieve the disc, but it refuses to budge. As the slab continues to attract, you leap from its mossy surface 
and land at the edge of the opening with a final low rumble. The last few inches of the stone slab disappear from view, leaving only the ominous darkness of the shadowy pit. As you peer down into the opening in the earth at your feet, you discover that a broad set of stone steps descend into the darkness below. With curiosity overpowering your instinctive wariness, you ready your light source and curiously climb down into the pit. Alert for the first sign of danger, you curiously descend the stairs. You stand at the southern end of a long arched passage that extends out of sight into the gloom to the north. Behind you, a broad set of stone steps leads up to the surface, nearly 30 feet above. An eerie silence hangs over the musty corridor of this ancient tomb. Engravings of dragons adorn the mould-covered walls and the strange, intricate si- and strange intricate symbols have been carved into the rough stone tiles that make up the passage floors. So I could just exit this vault. So the vault continues to the to the north. I'm at the very south end, and there are pa- there are passages to the east and west. Alright, this one to the west. You stand in a small alcove off the main corridor of the tomb and find yourself staring at a verse engraved on one of the massive stone blocks that make up the western wall. The verse reads, Here in this tomb we commit our lord to silent, restless death. Step out of the alcove. You step into a small alcove off the main Tomb's main passage and discover a verse engraved on the, the massive stone blocks that make up the eastern walls. The verse reads, And to the day he wakes we born of talon, fang, and breath. Step out of the alcove, oh dear. So, that's the plan. Bring him back somehow. And my plan is to stop that. Because that would would suck for a lot of people. If a dragon that could magically turn to iron decided, I'm going to take over the world. <laughs> or at least a large chunk of it. So anyway, so there's the passage, straight north-south passage. And there's alcoves to the west and east. West alcove. You step into a broad alcove just off the tomb's main corridor. Standing at the back of this domed hollow is a life-size iron statue of a man in leather armour wielding an axe. Approach the statue. As you step out of the iron statue, it suddenly begins to move. You watch with a mix of fear and amazement as the heavy metal sculpture turns its head in your direction. You instinctively take a step back as the statue begins its slowly lumbering towards you. Some moving eyes locked onto your own. Attack the statue. You boldly attack the axe-wielding statue. The statue's eyes seem to adopt their piercing look as the heavy iron figure stomps forward to meet your attack. It's an axe-wielding statue. I presume 
these statues have somehow entombed the spirits of the adventurers slain during Nol, the Iron Dragon. Something like that, anyway. The statue of the axe-wielding man hacks at you. Oh, I just go into battle rage. I am going to free you from this. Yes, I am. Because I'm so angry. You were turned into an iron statue. You have slain your foe. 70 XP. Combat XP. And 30, 64 general XP. Breathing heavily and bathed in sweat. You step back and stare down at the shattered remains of the iron statue at your feet. The statue's face has survived the fray intact, and the lifelike eyes set into its tarnished surface seem to stare directly up at you. Suddenly, a faint whisper echoes off the floor of the walls of the alcove. Before you can make out what's being said, the sound fades into silence. You make a quick search through the fragments of the statue discover nothing of any interest. Checking over your equipment and taking a few moments to catch your breath, you turn and step out of the alcove. Okay, now to now to investigate the eastern alcove. But I'll read the description first. An eerie silence hangs over the musty corridors of this ancient tomb. Engravings of dragons adorn the mole-covered walls, and strange, intricate symbols have been carved into the rough stone tiles that make up the passage floors. Right, what's in the eastern alcove? You step into a broad alcove, just off the tomb's main corridor. Standing at the back of this domed hollow is the life-sized iron statue of a woman in flowing robes, holding aloft an orb. Approach the statue. You step forward. As you step towards the iron statue, suddenly it begins to move. You watch with a mix of fear and amazement as the heavy metal sculpture turns its head in your direction. You instinctively take a step back as the statue begins slowly lumbering towards you. Its unmoving eyes locked onto your own. Attack the statue! You boldly engage the orb-wielding statue. The statue's eyes appear to adopt a pleading look as the heavy iron figure stomps forward to meet you, to meet your attack. I hope that pleading is, please don't destroy my statue. I don't control it. Actually, I'm doing perfectly okay in here. Here, we, we, we play card games when you're, when you're not about. We're having fun, actually. But it's just programmed to attack anyone who enters. You know, you know how it is. People make statues come to life and attack people. It's just what happens with statues. Honestly, I think I've seen more statues that come to life and attack me than don't. It's an orb-wielding statue. The statue of the orb-wielding woman strikes at you. Ooh, brutal stroke for six damage. Yes. Okay, that's all right. Fighting, fighting, fighting. Another brutal stroke. And slain. 71 XP. Combat XP. 96 general XP. Breathing heavily and braved in sweat, you step back and stare down the shattered remains of the iron statue at your feet. The statued face has survived the fray intact, and the lifelike eyes set into its tarnished surface seem to stare directly up at you. 
Suddenly, a faint whisper echoes off the walls of the alcove. Before you can make out what being said, the sound fades into silence. You make a quick search through the fragments of the statue, but discover nothing of any interest. After checking over your equipment and taking a few moments to catch your breath, you turn and step out of the alcove. Okay, going north. Passage to the west, passage to the east, western passage. You step into a broad alcove just off the tome's main corridor. Standing at the back of this domed hollow is the lifelike iron statue of a man clad, a chain-clad man with a shield, raising a sword. Approach the statue. As you step towards the statue, it suddenly begins to move. You watch with a mix of fear and amazement as the heavy metal sculpture turns its head in your direction. You instinctively take a step back as the statue begins slowly lumbering towards you, its unmoving eyes locked onto your own. Attack the statue. You boldly engage the swordsman statue. The statue's eyes seem to adopt a pleading look as the heavy iron figure stomps forward to meet your attack. It's a swordsman statue. The swordsman statue slashes you with its deadly blade, and it's got all the weight of about a ton of iron behind it. Your heavy enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke on you. Okay, slashing, 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 slash, 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 slash. No, it's slashing, I'm bashing, bash, 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 bash. Slain, 72 XP. Combat, 128 XP to general. Breathing heavily and braved in stretch, you step back and stare down at the shattered remains of the iron statue at your feet. The statue's face survived the fray intact, and the lifelike eyes set into the tarnished surface seem to stare directly up at you. Suddenly, a faint whisper echoes off the walls of the alcove. Before you can make out what's being said, the sound fades into silence. You make a quick search through the fragments of the statue, but discover nothing of any interest. After checking over your equipment and taking a few moments to catch your breath, you turn and step out of the alcove. Alright, what's in the eastern alcove? You step into a broad alcove, dust off the tool's main corridor. Standing at the back of this, this domed hollow is a life-sized life iron statue of a hooded man in a tattered tunic. Approach the statue. As you step towards the iron statue, it suddenly begins to move. You watch with a mix of fear and amazement as the heavy metal sculpture turns its head in your direction. You instinctively take a step back as the statue begins slowly lumbering towards you, some moving eyes locked onto your own. Attack the statue! You boldly engage the cowled statue. The statue's eyes seem to adopt a pleading look as the heavy iron figure stomps forward to meet your attack. I'm fighting a cowled statue. The cow statue strikes out at you with its heavy fists. The enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke on you for 11 damage, and another brutal stroke for 8 damage. But that's it for the brutal strokes for now. Oh, brutal stroke for 13 damage, and then 10 damage. Lots of brutal strokes. 11 damage. Oh, I enter into battle waves because I've just about had enough of all these brutal strokes. 
and it is slain. 72 XP. From combat, 192 experienced a general. Breathing heavily and bathed in sweat, you step back and stare down at the shattered remains of the iron statue at your feet. The iron statue's face has survived the fray intact, and the lifelike eyes set into the tarnished surface seem to stare directly up at you. Suddenly, a faint whisper echoes off the walls of the alcove. Before you can make out what's being said, the sound fades into silence. You make a quick search through the fragments of statue, but discover nothing of any interest. After checking over your equipment and taking a few moments to catch your breath, you turn and step out of the alcove. Okay, there's more to go. I go north, and there's another two alcoves. One to the west, one to the east. Western alcove. You step into the broad alcove off the tomb's main corridor. Standing at the back of this domed hollow is a life-sized iron statue of a plate-armoured, helmed man wielding a hammer. Approach the statue. As you step towards the iron statue, it begins to move. You watch with a mixture of fear and amazement as the heavy heavy metal statue begins to turn its head in your direction. Although, are you that amazed? It's the fifth time it's happened. You cautiously take a step back as the statue begins slowly lumbering towards you. Some moving eyes locked onto your own. Attack the statue. You boldly engage the hammer-wielding statue. The statue's eyes seem to adopt a piercing look as the heavy iron figure stomps forward to meet your attack. It's a hammer-wielding statue. The hammer-wielding statue swipes at you with its massive weapon. Okay, oh, I just went into battle rage. Yes, I will deliver you from this fate. And... It is slain. 72 combat XC, 256 experienced to general. Breathing heavily and bathed in sweat, you step back and stare down at the shattered remains of the iron statue at your feet. The statue's face has survived the fray intact, and the lifelike eyes set into its tarnished surface seem to stare directly up at you. Suddenly, a faint whisper echoes off the halls of the alcove. Before you can make out what's being said, the sound fades into silence. You make a quick search through the fragments of the statue. You discover nothing of any interest. To checking over your equipment and taking a few moments to catch your breath, you turn and step out of the alcove. Now to the eastern side. You step into the broad alcove just off the tomb's main corridor. You, you, you t- standing at the back of this hollowed alcove is a life-sized iron statue of a woman in cla- in scale armor, drawing a sword. Approach the statue. As you step towards the iron statue, suddenly begins to move. You watch with a mixture of fear and amazement as the heavy metal sculpture turns its head in your direction. You instinctively take a step back as the statue begins slowly lumbering towards you. It's a moving eyes locked onto your own. Attack the statue! You boldly engage the swordsman statue. The statue's eyes seem to adopt a pleading look as the heavy iron figure stomps forward to meet your attack. It's a swordswoman statue. 
the statue of the swords woman slashes at you. And it keeps slashing and I keep bashing. And we're all having a lot of fun. Well, I don't know. Probably not, actually. Oh, I did a special attack. And brutal stroke for seven damage. I've got to keep fighting. It's hard because it's got a lot of HP because, well, stamina points. Because it's made of pure metal. And is slain. 73 combat XP. 384 experience to general. Breathing heavily and bathed in sweat, you step back and stare down at the shattered remains of the iron statue at your feet. The statue's face has survived the fray intact, and the lifelike eyes set in into its tarnished surface seem to stare directly up at you. Suddenly, a faint whisper echoes off the walls of the alcove. Before you can make out what's being said, the sound fades into silence. You make a quick search through the fragments of the statue and discover nothing of any interest. After checking over your equipment, take a few moments to catch your breath, you turn and step out of the alcove. Okay, there's another set of two alcoves to the north. You suddenly hear the faint, distant sound. Rattling chains. Yep, so haunted. Alright, alcove to the west. You step into a broad alcove, duffed off the tomb's main corridor. Standing at the back of this domed hollow is the life-sized iron statue of a long-bearded man clutching two daggers. Approach the statue. As you step towards the iron statue, it suddenly begins to move. You watch with a mix of fear and amazement as the heavy metal sculpture turns its head in your direction. You instinctively take a step back as the statue begins slowly lumbering towards you, its unmoving eyes locked onto your own. Attack the statue! You boldly engage the bearded statue. The statue's eyes seem to adopt a pleading look as the heavy iron figure stomps forward to meet your attack. Dude, making a beard with a statue? That's a lot of work. I mean, I, I appreciate the craftsmanship of that. I mean, beards are... It's all fiddly bits. It's a lot of work making a beard on a statue. That's especially if you're making it out of metal. Presumably. Although it's probably just about the same amount of work if you're making it out of marble or any other type of stone. Begin combat. The statue of the bearded old man stabs at you with two daggers. Alright. Ooh. Brutal stroke for nine damage. Brutal stroke for ten damage. Brutal stroke for twelve damage. Brutal stroke for eleven damage. Lots of brutal strokes. Fifteen damage. Brutal stroke. Three damage. Just three damage from that brutal stroke. Thirteen damage from a brutal stroke. Oh, I do a special. A sudden surge of energy overtakes you, and you lay a barrage of impossibly swift blows upon your enemy for 53 damage, while I swing my mace for 23 damage. And slain. 73 combat experience, 512 experience to general. Breathing heavily and bathed in sweat, 
you step back and stare down at the shattered remains of the iron statue at your feet. The statue's face survived the fray attacks, and a lifelike eye set into its tarnished surface seems to stare directly up at you. Suddenly, a faint whisper echoes off the walls of the alcove. Before you can make out what's being said, the sound fades into silence. You make a quick search through the fragments of the statue, but discover nothing of any interest. After checking over your equipment and taking a few moments to catch your breath, you turn and step out of the alcove. Alright, gonna heal from that. Now there's an alcove to the north and to the east. What's the north alcove got? You at the centre of this cavernous stone chamber stands a lifelike sized iron statue of Durin Nol. You marvel at the workmanship and labour that obviously went into creating the piece. For you're certain the opposing piece serves a far purpose far more sinister than that of a tribute to the fallen dragon. An icy chill comes over you as you gaze upon the statue of the long departed dragon lord. Approach the iron statue during Null. You step up to the iron statue during Null, but nothing happens. The seven, after examining the gruesome metal likeness of the great dragon for several minutes you turn and make your way out of the chamber okay i think i've got to explore that other alcove to the east first and i will you step into a broad alcove just off the tome's main corridor standing at the back of the domed hollow is a life-size iron statue of a scowling man gripping a spear approach the statue as you step towards the iron statue, it suddenly begins to move. You watch with a mix of fear and amazement as the heavy metal sculpture turns its head in your direction. You instinctively take a step back. The statue begins slowly lumbering towards you. Its unmoving eyes locked onto your own. Attack the statue! You got boldly engaged the scowling statue. The statue's eyes seem to adopt a pleading look as the heavy iron figure stomps forward to meet your attack. Begin combat! The statue of the scowling man thrusts his spear at you. Your enemy lays a brutal stroke for 8 damage. Keeps thrusting. I keep bashing. Bash, 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 bash. Brutal stroke, 10 damage. Bash, 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 slain. 74 experience points from combat and 768 experience points to general. Breathing heavily and bathed in sweat, you step back and stare down at the shattered remains of the iron statue at your feet. The statue's face has survived the fray intact. And the lifelike eyes set into its tarnished surface seem to stare directly up at you. Suddenly, a faint whisper echoes off the walls of the alcove. Before you can make out what's being said, the sound fades into silence. You make a quick search through the fragments of the statue, but discover nothing of any interest. After checking over your equipment and taking a few moments to catch your breath, you turn and step out of the alcove. Okay, healing. I think something's going to happen at that, that iron statue of the Iron Dragon. 
What? I'm not quite sure. Well, actually, I am sure I've played it before, but... Zoop isn't sure, but because he hasn't. Approach the iron statue during Null. As you step forward, as you step towards the large iron statue, during Null, a loud, echoing roar suddenly fills the chamber. A pale blue glow envelops the massive statue, and out of its gaping, fang-filled maw spills the terrifying, shimmering apparition of a fearsome dusk dragon. The ghostly dragon assumes a lifelike size as it soars into the air above yours, above the statue, stretching wide its phantasmal wings, hovering above the iron statue and slowly beating its broad, talon-tipped wings is the spirit of Gerald Knoll. Preserved through, set through the centuries in, a sh in this shadowy tomb by powerful goblin magic. The spirit of the great dragon grumbles something barely audible in the ancient tongue of his kin and then draws back his long scaly neck as if he's preparing to attack. Engage during Null. You hold your ground and bravely engage the spirit of the long dead dragon lord. During Null stretches wide his fang-filled jaws and unleashes a deafening roar that shakes the chamber as he roars forward on his on his whippling phantasmal wings and attacks the spirit of Durin Null. And I'm fighting it. The ghastly dragon spirit roars as it swipes out at you with its mist-enveloped claws. I am fighting a ghost dragon. You suddenly feel your skin begin to harden. 13 damage. Oh, it's, it's trying to turn me into iron. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That's a bad... That's bad news. Just got to keep swinging that mace before I am completely turned to iron, that is. And you have slain your foe. 72 combat experience. A thunderous war shakes the, the cavernous chamber. As the shivering apparition of Durin Null grows blightly for several moments and then abruptly disappears. No sooner has the dragon spirit vanishes, a strange sensation washes over you. This sensation passes swiftly, leaving you breathless and somewhat disorientated. 384 experience to general and 128 experience to all skills and powers. Very nice. You make make a thorough search of the large chamber. Discover nothing of any particular value. Confident you haven't overlooked anything, you're about to make your way back along the passage to south when you suddenly spot a faint blue glow on the ground near the iron dragon statue's white front foot. Stepping closer to the glow, you're surprised to find out that it animates from a small fragment of what appears to be an iron wand. You immediately pick up the curious object. It's a glowing wand fragment. A faint blue glow emanates from this iron wand fragment. Studying the glowing wand fragment for several moments, you turn and exit the chamber, only to find yourself confronted by a ghastly sight. You stare in disbelief, the ghostly images of the band of brave warriors 
who so long ago defeated Jowen Noll, now standing beneath the tall arch leading into the chamber. You immediately recognised these figures to be identical to the iron statues you encountered, and defeated in the alcoves that line the main passage of the tome, the tomb. One of the one of the glowing apparitions, that of a young woman holding a shimmering orb, steps forward and bows. She then raises her face and smiles as she addresses you in a faint but melodic tone. You now possess one of the seven parts of the Wand of Dragonfire, she says. If all seven of its pieces can be found, and it can be reassembled, the wand can be used to make certain that Joe Nolf never again threatens this world. You must return here when sufficient time has passed, and again defeat the dragon spirit. You attempt to engage the ghostly woman in conversation, as there are several questions you wish to pose to her. But before you can utter a word, she and the others begin to rapidly fade from view. In a matter of moments, the spectral figures have completely vanished, leaving you alone before the towering iron statue of the Great Dust Dragon. With no desire to linger here, you take a final look about the cavernous chamber before heading back through the arch to the south. So that's... That's what I'm gonna have to do in a few, in a in two or so hours, or later, depending on what I'm doing. Climb up the stairs, exit the vault, traveling to uh, Talinus. Let's go to Talinus. All right, west. So in a few hours, I'm going to return and get the next. The next part of the Wonder Dragonfire. And when I've got all seven parts, the quest can continue and I'll be able to get, I'll be able to move on and get the Wonder Dragonfire, which is one of the most powerful items in the entire game, if not the most powerful item. I mean, it's just ridiculously powerful. Yes. But I'll be getting that later. But until then, now, hmm. Now, but what will I do in the interim? Hmm. Maybe. Well, there is a place that I could go. Yes, I'll go to the ruined city of Tarn in northwest Tysa. There's some pretty. There's a lot of interesting stuff in there. And you have to explore it several times to get it all. So I won't record every exploration. But I'll record the first one in full. And then I'll just come back whenever this new stuff that turns up. But that will be for another time. Until then, farewell fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.